What's up, Amelia? What's up, brothers, sisters, and siblings? Welcome to another episode of Did You Drink Water Today? I'm your host, Ann Kuya, Kuya James. So, just quick updates about me. As of Sunday, 4.25 at 11.45 a.m., I received my second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. And in about two weeks, I'll be considered fully vaccinated. Um, This is nothing new. This is nothing special. But it is a sigh of relief for me because I am the last one to be fully vaccinated in my household. And it feels good that we have our own little little herd immunity bubble in this household. That's pretty good. And I took the time to buy... um, since you can't vaccinate, since you can't vaccinate, since you can't laminate your vaccine cards, I brought, I bought card holders from Amazon, and they just came in like ten minutes ago. So I slipped all of our vaccination cards in those, and until we get that booster shot, I am not touching that card, and I will keep it on me at all times, you know, just just in case I have to show off that a bitch, that a bitch's immune system is, um, I don't know, enhanced, you know, I have, my, my immune system is built like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm just really glad. But I will say, what they don't tell you about the vaccine, especially for younger people, um, the pattern is that we experience more side effects like fatigue, body aches, and chills. And I've, for the past two days, I've been dealing with that. And today, on top of all the symptoms and side effects that I've experienced, I had a runny nose. And that is the most annoying thing that could ever happen to me when I'm sick. I hate having a runny nose because I constantly have to grab tissues, constantly have to feel icky, and then I have to wash my hands several times, which I'm not mad about, but, you know, I could, I could not deal with that, (laughs) you know? So yeah, I'm just glad that I'm fully vaccinated. And before we jump into today's topic, if you haven't already, drink some water grab a snack, eat a meal, or if you can't, you know, digest and take down a meal right now, couple almonds, couple pretzels, anything because you need sustenance, okay? Let's jump into today's topic. So, we're going to talk about healthy boundaries when it comes to dating and relationships. And if you don't know what a boundary is, pertaining to a relationship. It's basically some things that your partner, you and or your partner set that say, hey, I'm comfortable with X, Y, and Z, and I'm not comfortable with X, Y, and Z. That's basically what a relationship boundary is. And before, just a couple more things. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a Surgeon General's warning every time I have to Um, talk about a topic like this, but I am in no way a relationship expert. I am not a mental health expert at that. I am just a person who has lived experiences and I want to share those experiences with my familia. So, you know, just so that they can gain some insight and some advice on how to navigate their own experiences and live comfortably 
with their lives, <laughs> experiences, all of that, especially when it comes to dating. And this is in collaboration with my good friend, Nicole Lau. She was kind enough to share with us some of her advice. So shout out, Nicole. I hope that you can hop on my show one day and we'll just talk so much shit. <laughs> so I'll start off with Nicole's advice. So one boundary that you can set with dating is that you have conversations and communicate your feelings of frustration rather than trying to let your ego get the best of you. So what's important to know when you talk to your partner about, or when you talk to your partner or when they talk to you about their frustrations in the relationship is that it's not an attack on you, nor is it an attack on them. Okay. It is two people that need to face a problem in order to make a relationship stronger. Okay. And I feel like that's not talked enough in relationships that, hey, sometimes you need to check in with your person and say that I'm not feeling this about you or this could be improved. Okay. And we're so caught up with the fantasy that we have about them, you know, when it's still a very fresh relationship. And once all these fantasies and butterflies start calming down, we see our partner's authentic self. And inevitably, we see flaws. And we see shortcomings because we are fucking human. And some of those things that we see may not jive with what we think should be in a relationship. So it's important if you are frustrated with your partner about something that you should communicate that with them, but in a very tender, loving, but at the same time, very critical feedback kind of way. So for example, rather than you stating that you're not giving me enough of your attention and time, right? That sounds so snarky, so accusatory you should rephrase your language and say, hello, <laughs> hello, baby. It's clear that I have, haven't been in a relationship before, but hello, babe, or whatever your pet name is for your partner. I think that we should spend more time together because we haven't spent quality time in a while. See how that language shifts and how it's an invitation for your partner to provide some insight and their input to your frustrations is definitely something that you should keep in mind. So another boundary that you should set is to trust your gut no matter how much your gut tells you and no matter how much you hate what your gut is telling you. Okay, and some people really like to keep their intuition or their gut, whatever you want to call it, at bay. 99 point, not 99, but maybe 95% of the time, your intuition is right, okay? Have you ever been in a situation where you, I don't know, you're in a situation and 
it just doesn't feel right, you know? Like a certain course of action or what somebody has said to you just doesn't feel right. And while everything outside, everybody else is like feeling okay with it, but inside you're like, no, that really hit differently and not in a good way. And I feel some type of way about it. Your gut is telling you that it is wrong. Okay. And that's not only a boundary that you should set for yourself. It's also a boundary that you should set in a relationship. Okay. Like when your gut is telling you that you are not feeling loved or sustained in a relationship, please listen to that voice. Okay. And that is not, again, in no way attacking your partner, but it is an opportunity for you to in a monogamous, healthy relationship to be strong, okay? And to be stronger. Because at the end of the day, a relationship, in an ideal world actually, a relationship, a monogamous relationship, is between two people who have have lived experiences and want to continue to grow as individuals in and out of a relationship. Okay. Also, this is a really good one from my friend Nicole. An apology should always follow up with a change in action. I don't know if it is a if it's a societal thing or if this is something that's lost its meaning, but we think that sorry carries a lot of weight by itself and in many ways it does but also in many ways it fucking doesn't okay some people think that just because you apologize okay let's say hey i'm sorry that i broke your favorite plate they think that they're you know all good that they're not going to get mad when in reality that sorry doesn't carry any weight at the end of the day that action is can you can apologize for it but it is up to the person like let's go back to the plate situation it's up to the person's person who you broke their plate to forgive you and second it is up to you to change your behavior so let me give a better example So let's say that you're in a relationship, right? And you constantly bring up to your partner that you, that they are not texting you back enough or they're not contacting you enough, something like that, you you know, and they keep saying, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. That doesn't mean shit. That sorry should be followed up with a change in behavior. If it, if it means that the two of you have to sit down or go on FaceTime or whatever, how you communicate and state to each other that, hey, I'm going to text you on my break or whenever I have free time or let's FaceTime, let's video chat at this point in the day for this long And we'll talk about this, this, and this. If it really has to be that technical, you have to be able to do the head and the heart work to be 
with your partner, again, an apology carries no weight unless there is a change in action. So I'm moving on to what pieces of advice I can give to my familia. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned when trying to immerse myself in relationships and dating is that you need to keep in mind that you are a person outside of this relationship. That is a strict boundary that I have. Some people tend to lose themselves in relationships, whether we like to believe that or not. We tend to change in many ways, in many ways, in really fantastic ways, and in many ways, not so good. I know of people, and I have been one of those people who tend to lose their personal routines when they get into situationships like that. Like, I will find myself from going to the gym seven days a week to only doing it three to four. Sometimes on my free time, I put all of that effort into contacting a boy or like fitting into their schedule, right? And after a while, I realize that that's not sustainable, one. And second, I find myself in a very negative headspace when they leave because, oh shit, like I don't have a routine anymore because they were my routine. You know, they were everything. And now that they're gone, I I have nothing. <laughs> and not that you don't have anything, but you need to keep doing you in this relationship. Okay? You need to be doing your personal routines, whether that is going to the gym seven days a week or, I don't know, pursuing another degree or pursuing your career or pursuing a hobby, whatever that may be. You need to keep that going in a relationship, you know? And that is a great segue into my last piece of advice is that when it comes to a relationship, you should never, ever have to sacrifice your long-term goals when it comes to a career or your personal hobbies, okay? Just because you are booed up and you have a partner, it doesn't mean that you get to become stagnant, whether in, a, in your career or your personal life, okay? That is just number one. In order to be able to be, well, in order for a relationship to be sustainable and for it to be healthy, the person, each person in this relationship has to be well-rounded in their own way, okay? And it doesn't have to be, it just can't be always about the two of them, okay? That's a very slippery slope into codependency, and I do not have the capacity to talk about that. But a person has to stick with their goals and their ambitions and their aspirations, inside the relationship, okay? If your partner tells you that, hey, I'm going to pursue this promotion, it's better to just support them, 
okay? And even though it may cause uncomfortable conversations or it, I don't know, shakes up a relationship, if the two of you are willing to communicate and comprehend each other, it's going to make you two so much stronger and the relationship just develops and grows into something so beautiful and something very abundant. Okay. And I know that's, that I said that that was the last thing, but this isn't a boundary or anything, but I feel, I feel like it's important to say that you don't have to be a happy and whole individual in order to be in a relationship. Okay. I know that that term gets thrown around like if you don't love yourself how the hell are you going to love somebody else i think it was rupaul who said that yes that's completely valid okay you need to learn to love yourself but it doesn't necessarily open the door for you to love somebody else okay you you can learn to love yourself and then still be in a relationship and still try to pursue somebody. It's not, it's not A then B. Okay. Sometimes it's A and or B. You get what I'm saying? Like you can still do the head and the heart work to be a better individual while in a relationship. Yes, it'll be much more, it'll take more steps in order to accomplish your self-love goals and what you want to accomplish when it comes to self-esteem or whatever you want to work on in yourself, but it can work and it's possible in a relationship. Okay? So, familia, please establish these healthy boundaries in a relationship. And when you find yourself in a relationship, please, please establish these healthy boundaries. A relationship is beautiful. Love is definitely out there, even though it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> it's it's out there, okay? We are going to love so many people in our lifetime, and some of us are going to, I don't know, really flourish in those relationships. Actually, not some, all of us, okay, I'm manifesting that. All of us are gonna be f are gonna fucking flourish in those relationships. But you need these boundaries in order for that relationship to be ever so bountiful, okay? And enough cheesy shit. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um Actually, I highly encourage you to follow my Instagram page for this podcast. My handle is Did You Drink Water Today Podcast? <laughs> no question mark, no anything. It's just straight up Did You Drink Water Today Podcast. You'll find it. It's my cover art on there. I try to post weekly. Um, I post a lot of stories. Lately, I posted like why episodes are delayed because of my current physical situation right now. I just try to keep my audience happy and I try to update you all with more content and more episodes on there. And yeah, so that's the only platform that I have for this podcast so far. So go ahead and follow me on there, Pamelia. 
original music is produced by my good friend umali horn shout out to you man and i'll see you all in the next episode thank you so much for listening